0: hi guys welcome back to the what about podcast Uh, we've got loads of great things coming up over the year finishing this series on the culture at Christchurch, and then moving on to some other big topics uh, that we're going to be discussing like discipleship and depression and many many other things as usual we're going to be chatting to leaders here and getting to grips with what we stand for as a church looking theologically and practically at the topic and this month we're looking at being a thankful church We're joined this week by Nigel Unwin and Jenny Joyce, both of which are part of the leadership team here at Christchurch. Nigel has been involved in the church for many years, looking after the building and supporting us in that area. He is very prophetic um, and loves to speak into the life of the church. He is an incredibly servant-hearted guy and can fix anything. Jenny is our administrator here, so she's involved in planning lots of the events that we're able to be a part of. She preached just this Sunday last, which tells you when we recorded this, and um, she is a Involved in the life of the church as well. Welcome, guys. Hello. Hello. I've done just a little sort of professional uh, introduction but if you'd just like to introduce yourselves a little bit more Jenny maybe you go first
1: yeah uh, of course yeah so uh, as Owen said I'm Jenny and I uh, work part-time as the administrator here the majority of my time is spent at home chasing after all our children we, we have four young kids ranging from eight to two including twin toddlers so that it keeps me busy most of the time but yeah it's the only thing is that all you want great, to know that's great yeah that's
0: amazing <laughs> Nigel
2: Hello I'm Nigel I'm also a a life group leader in the church and I'm married to Pam and we're both retired and we retired at the age of 71 both of us and we live in Hailsham.
0: Amazing so as I said earlier we're talking this week about thankfulness what does it mean for us as believers to be thankful for the church to be thankful and just as the song says my heart is filled with thankfulness let's start by asking these guys what makes their heart filled with thankfulness Nigel why don't you kick us off.
2: Well, to be thankful in the first place means that we're grateful for something that's been given to us. And the most important thing, I think it's a fundamental thing with Christianity, that the greatest thing that we've been given is the redemption of our sins, the the free gift of grace that Lord Jesus, by his death on the cross, has forgiven our sins because we were all born into darkness as sinners and cut off from God, but through Jesus' death on the cross and the resurrection, he's given us eternal life. He's translated us from hell into heaven and the scriptures tell us that even on this earth we are already seated with him in heavenly places so he has made such a wonderful difference in our destination that is something to be eternally grateful for thankful for and that must color the whole of our lives
1: Mm. yeah yeah Definitely. I think, yeah, something I've just been reflecting on even just today is just the, I suppose, just the the fact that Jesus, when Jesus came, he promised to give us life to the full I think that's something that I've really been thankful for I was reflecting on just some difficult frustrations that a friend was going through and actually just the the fact that actually God um wants us even today to live life to the full that he wants uh healing for today that he wants us to live a full and joy-filled life with him is something I'm really thankful for I'm thankful for the sunshine actually even today just seeing the beautiful sunshine that is outside and hopefully here to stay for the next few days um yeah lots of things
0: amazing amazing i think thankfulness is i've often heard it said it's a mindset more than an emotion in some ways you choose to be thankful in terms of the when those things come through and i suppose you said a little bit jenny about sort of the positive and negative and 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 that through those times you can be thankful i know obviously recently you did an encouragement speaking about quite a difficult Mm. um time in your guys how do you how do you keep that that sort of that sense of thankfulness through those good times and bad times.
1: Sure, yeah. It's really hard, isn't it? I think there's no point denying that actually when you go through something really difficult, it's it's harder to stay yourself to give thanks. But often, actually, i found that the times in my life that have been most difficult are the times where I've been most thankful as well, bizarrely, because you... I don't know I guess when I was reflecting back on this I wonder actually when life is going well and your your busyness you know you're going through the the daily motions and life is busy you sometimes forget to give thanks for all those smaller things because life is is going well but actually we're called to give thanks in all circumstances aren't we and I think one of the reasons we God tells us to do that is because actually when Things are hard. It's harder to give thanks. But you forget that all these really small things, the fact that, you know, I, it, for me, it might be that I'm healthy. I can get out of bed in the morning each morning. It might be that those things, that that common grace that we all have, you know, the fact that we have a eternal relationship with Jesus. Those things, actually, you do need to stay yourself. And and sometimes when you're at your lowest or you're at bottom, you can't cling to doing things in your own strength you have to look to Jesus and be thankful for every single gift that he's given you I don't know maybe sometimes actually in a way it's easier to be thankful when things are hard I don't know maybe that's just my experience but actually you really have to trust in Jesus and cling to him and yeah yeah
2: yes the the effect on us when we do have difficulties is that our focus is closed down very much and comes right back to ourselves and and certainly we can lose sight of the wider aspect of things so it's important to keep the wider view and the and, and to go back to the scriptures and to remember how great god is and how great his promises are to us and there are so many good promises which we have experienced and that uh, his plan for us is is always to prosper us and not to harm us and long term obviously we we come into glory and the bible talks about all our problems being momentary and it, that is the mindset that we have to go back to, to remember that and to keep the long-term view and the wider view. And that is training of the mind. Yeah, a re- The renewed mind must be examining that bigger picture.
0: Mm. Yeah, I think you both touched on some really good points. I know that I think thankfulness is one of those strange things that in some ways it's the first thing to go when things go difficult mm. and it's the first thing to go when things go well yeah. because you get complacent or you get yeah as Nigel said so sort of head up in your own thing and it's only that time when you you come to God and you go ah I really just need to fall on you and I think for many people you know whether you're, you're listening today you know actually you might be thinking oh actually I I haven't sort of said thank you for to God for what he's given me for a while or that's been something that's really difficult or at the moment you're thinking oh why should I um say thank you things are terrible at the moment or or things are great i think yeah i think that sense of the renewed mind and that the the mind that is renewed by the holy spirit remembers the promises that god has made and kept and, and is thankful for those i think it's a really beautiful sort of thought
2: yeah that's that's an important point that last one remembering what god has done in our lives during the good times yes
1: and it's about sometimes it's about stirring your soul as well isn't it to be when when things are really difficult actually you you recount the promises of God and you go back to scripture and you recall those because it's about stirring your soul to remember that actually even through the most difficult things there are always things to give thankful for thanks for aren't there actually there's always you know your eternal salvation in Jesus doesn't change you know we do face real difficulties don't we and I think it's a real tension you don't when people are going through the most awful things you mustn't just sort of be very dismissive and say you know oh it's okay because because jesus has um done this and and to take the promises in scripture because although they're true actually you you allow them to grieve and and you know we grieve and we mourn difficult things but actually through that we we must stir our soul to to be thankful to god through that as well so because that it does us good i think that's why the bible calls us to to keep giving thanks because not only are we giving god the glory that he deserves but it does our soul good to recall those promises to hand and recall those good things that god's done to to memory again mm-hmm.
0: oh, definitely we're, we're called to mourn with those who mourn and and celebrate with those who yeah. celebrate because throughout it all god remains worthy of of praise and adoration mm. but we stand with those who are going through tough times and yeah and I think that's that's incredibly important and sometimes I know I've had it sort of said to me in terms of I've gone oh things are really difficult and people go oh but but you know that God's still like yes I know that God is an answer, but I still feel like things are really difficult at the moment yeah, and it's both a tension. are true yeah it's, it's, yeah it is that tension that God is in control he remains on the throne and nothing will ever stop that and he will always have us and catch us in our, his hands and he's going mm. before us and, and behind us but that doesn't mean things aren't difficult
2: yeah. yes another aspect is obviously that the Lord also teaches us lessons sometimes mm. in our difficulties uh, that certainly has happened to Pam and I in our life times uh, sometimes into some really desperate situations yeah. that we wouldn't want at all and, and valuable lessons are learned and we, we have to look for that situation as well what, what we might be in, being taught
1: yeah Mm.
0: no definitely definitely and I'm sure we can all on an individual level think those things through and and as a church wider I think that is true as well you know God puts the church through times of harvest but also difficult times to galvanize and to bring together and that was a word I think that was brought possibly the last prayer meeting that sort of sense of during um, the difficult time of Covid you know the church being galvanized together and, and brought close together through the crucible and how would you say then as a when you look to the church, what does it look like for a church to be thankful? Obviously, on an individual level, we we have that and we'll come to that again a little bit later. But what do you think it looks like for a church to be a a thankful church?
2: Well, we had a good example in our Sunday service yesterday morning when we had a testimony from the front Mm. and a young couple who just had a baby after losing one gave thanks to the Lord for every aspect of of the birth of Mm. of a new one recently. And it was a tremendous testimony and an encouragement to to everybody and to to hear testimonies of what the Lord's done in people's lives is, is certainly good evidence of thankful church.
1: Yeah definitely I think testimony is so important isn't it to hear what God's doing in individuals lives we'll encourage you know we'll encourage each other through that and it will build up the church and I think yeah just as a church having that it's not just having that mentality it's, it's reminding ourselves and constantly making it a priority to give thanks for what's happening and what God's doing in our church and what God's doing in our community and not losing sight of that or forgetting that I think it's a a constant reminder isn't it that we remind ourselves of the good things God's doing actually even through the frustrations of the last 12 months actually as a church it's it's turned the way we do everything totally on its head and God's done some incredible things through that actually the you know we've had a chance to you know let our building out to, to different like groups and things and that's been a real blessing it's been a real blessing to be able to support the food bank in the way we perhaps couldn't have done if if we were closed, and actually just recognizing that even through frustrations, that God has been so good to us and has given us so many opportunities. I think, you know, we it's just constantly acknowledging what God's doing and His thankfulness to, or our thankfulness to Him, perhaps. Yes,
2: I I think a measure of the depth of thankfulness in the church might be reflected in the financial situation as well. The scripture tells us that all good gifts come from our Father above, so every good thing that we have comes from him, and and we need to reflect that back by giving back to him for his purposes, for, for the plans that he's got for us individually, and for each local church, each local body of Christ. So I'm sure that, our financial situation could well be a reflection of our thankfulness
1: Mm, yeah yeah and even the way that we serve back into the church and the church community or how we love each other is a reflection of thankfulness to God you know in the way that he has blessed us as a body we want to give back to the body I I suppose everything we do actually is a reflection of gratitude to to God isn't it everything we do for him we're we're reflecting our thankfulness back to him
0: yeah and I suppose well One A couple of you mentioned earlier that sort of putting things in place when things are difficult to continue to be thankful and to continue to do that. And actually those things that you've spoken about are both things that you can invest in, in terms of if you, you know, when it comes to serving, you may think, oh, I don't know if I've, I don't know if I've got the time sort of for serving. But actually I've often found when I put time in, God shows me I do have time. (laughs) And financially, I've always found when God says no, you know, give that bit more, invest in. I do have the finances and we've heard multiple testimonies of that. I think of Rob, one of the elders here, shared a testimony a while ago of, you know, when they put giving to the church first in the month, they always found they had enough at the end of the month. Yeah. And that's, that's yeah. been my testimony as well. Whenever yeah. I've given first, I've had enough. And there's been times when the other way hasn't been true because, you know, if I've tried to give at the end of the month, it's been difficult because actually I should have given first. And I think, yeah, you set those those goals of yourself and actually, yeah, I think that's, that's right actually those things can be a real testimony of a thankful church and that's not to say you know if you're if you're struggling in 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 giving or in time you are not thankful they're
1: (laughs) Um, just two examples but they are
0: just examples of that no definitely what would you say some of the sort of key things we can aspire to sort of maybe outside of those two areas of if you thought you know how can we push forward in being more thankful have you got any ideas of things we can aspire to as a church
1: that's a good question I do think I think testimony is is one that I really miss at the moment and a lot of that is because you don't meet you know after church you don't talk to somebody and because you're not allowed to do that but you know you don't hear about the way that God's worked in somebody's life during the week and you don't hear it at baby group or whatever you know whatever situation you're bumping into church family and and doing church life with I I I wonder if that's something I feel like we could not grow in but actually something that we need to try and maybe find a new way to to share better because actually it's really hard to hear those testimonies of what God's doing individually in each other's lives and and encourage us that way. But I don't, don't know if you have any other thoughts, Nigel.
2: No, I don't actually. No, we, <laughs> <That's why. laughs> it's been difficult to overcome the restrictions, yeah. yeah. Um, and certain things have suffered definitely, but we, yeah, we, we must keep going back to the scriptures and getting closer to the Lord. That, that, that is the major thing, not in, in whatever the difficulties are, not to give up on regularly getting into the scriptures hmm. and all aspects of learning about the Lord and getting closer to Him,
0: yeah amazing sort of within church settings one thing i just i had a thought on which I'd, I'd love to know your thoughts on is when it comes to setting a thankful culture do you think that is more top down or do you think that is sort of grassroots based i suppose in terms of that it's the responsibility of the believers in the church to be thankful and from that a culture builds or is that something that elders can set and sort of say we need to be more thankful and sort of show that and grow in what what's your sort of thoughts? I mean, obviously it would be a bit of both. And yes. yes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think it works in both directions myself. Obviously, there's a responsibility on all leaders to demonstrate what Christ calls us to, and we're called in the scriptures to be thankful, constantly, constantly be thankful for all things. And as leaders, leadership isn't a title in the church, it's it means those that are leading, going out in front in obeying the scriptures and demonstrating the scriptures in their lives and every aspect of their lives. So, and, and there's a process of osmosis that goes on, isn't there, in the church, where people absorb the atmosphere, the environment of the church. So if, if the leaders are not fulfilling thankfulness, for example then they won't preach on it and it won't be spoken of and it won't be there won't be testimonies and therefore people won't absorb it so there will be definitely a lack but then on the other hand as I said there is a scripture that tells us to be thankful always and that is responsibility on all of us Hmm. from the bottom up.
1: Yeah yeah it says whatever you do in the Bible doesn't it do it do it with thanksgiving to God and so actually that that is everybody so I think yeah I of course course the leaders should be setting that example because that's what we want a church to be a thriving church should be a thankful church shouldn't it it should be a church that are constantly giving glory to God but as Nigel said every believer has that responsibility to give thanks there's some things that you only you can give thanks for because God's only done that in your life so we should be giving thanks in everything we do even the small mundane day-to-day things so I don't know yeah I think you know obviously it's a, a a top-down and a, a bottom-up thing, and I think they work together. Yeah, yeah. And they encourage each other. As as people start sharing testimony and, and giving thanks to God for what He's doing all the time in their lives, then that will rub off and have a ripple effect in the same way. That actually at, like society at the moment can be quite negative, can be quite critical because people are, are tired of, of coronavirus, mm-hmm. people are worn down, people are anxious. Actually, it, it can lead to a sort of negative, you know, a negative impact. Actually, I think one of the things that I've been thinking about recently is we we almost need to counteract that and just being a people that are really grateful to one mm-hmm. another, grateful for grateful to God and thankful that that will then have a positive impact and we'll go through the church and, and beyond that so
0: yeah it's, it's definitely true that culture breeds culture isn't yeah it? And, and if you can create a culture of thankfulness it is more likely those coming in will be inspired to be more thankful and yeah we inspire each other through that and I suppose that's a, an encouragement and a, a lesson for us all isn't it you know actually if you change it in your life and you make that part of your life your family's life you know your your life group's life then naturally it will rub up on on others and i think i think you're right as a church we have a responsibility to be thankful in a time when it's very difficult to be and and i think of all the times to be actually doing this probably it's the right time now as we look to be thankful for i suppose the future but also as we look to be thankful for what god has taught us in the last year which is has been quite difficult
2: Yes, I think another indicator might be how willing we are to share what God gives us and we're thankful for that and how much we're willing to feed that back to others that are less fortunate, especially in overseas situations. And I think as as a church we uh, have a good reflection in that sense because of our involvement with people that certainly don't have the uh, advantages that we have.
0: Yeah, definitely.
2: We do share and therefore I think there's a thankfulness, uh, love and compassion as well in that.
0: Mm. Yeah, and we, I think we share. It's much, as you said, the, the sort of leadership and, and sort of the church congregation, there's that give and take on both sides in the same way. We share and we learn from our brothers and sisters who are in difficult places and are thankful through that. You know, I, I think some of the most inspiring times I've had are with those who are in, you know, destitute situations and you know persecuted situations or have have nothing but they are so much more thankful than mm. i am often day by day and and it really just yeah it pokes me and prods me to be more reliant on god but also to always be thankful for that yeah no definitely definitely i think sort of drawing to a a, a close really my question would be how do we not lose a heart of thankfulness within the church and how do we promote it even more we've sort of spoken a little bit more about the the latter but how do we sort of grab hold of what we do have and make sure we don't lose that
2: Yeah, I think Jenny's already touched on that and talking about giving thanks in all for all things big or small constantly day in day out and, and that's something that we need to do and to Get to know God more, to keep that wider picture, and to get closer to Him. The, the more we know about Him and the and how He regards us, how much He loves us, how much He just loves to to use us to spread His kingdom. To, to know more about that, and I think that to to, to keep moving onwards and upwards, coming to maturity, as the Scripture puts it, to go onwards and upwards, each of us, because. That is what the Lord wants us to do. He's got a plan for each of us and part of that plan uh, in broadly is always for us to go on to maturity, which means to, uh, to to pass on all the good things that he's given us and spread it around.
1: Mm. Yeah, I think one of the, I guess when I was reflecting on it, it's more of a personal thing, maybe not actually, is, the, is busyness actually. At the moment I'm just where life sort of feels like it's slowly returning to, to whatever normal's meant to be and I was I met a friend with who has also got young boys at the park the other day and we were laughing because the kids weren't actually interested in the park at all. They spent the whole time playing on the grass outside and just playing in the mud and we were laughing actually. I just said, do you know what, sometimes we need to have that toddler mentality of just they are happy just to sit in the mud and, and play and slow down and just play and they are fascinated by everything the insects the the mud the the sticks so many sticks and actually it just made me think do you know what actually sometimes when we're so busy rushing around what you forget all those things actually the everyday things that yeah I wake up and she's I wake up and I've got a safe house to live in I've got just being It's, it's, I guess, cultivating it in every single area of our life, and for me, I think that's certainly the trigger of forgetting to do that as well. It is busyness, so I don't know, maybe as a church, how you know how we. Process that as well as life gets back to normal, but that was kind of where I've been pondering in giving thanks in in all circumstances, also in all in everything I do. I don't actually know how the answer is what the answer is of how we don't lose that, but being aware. <laughs> it's
0: an incredibly biblical yeah. sort of concept, that isn't it? In terms of it, Jesus says, you know, who will inherit the kingdom? It's that is like yeah. the little child <laughs> that's true. And um, that they're
1: fascinated by everything, yeah, are Wonder they?
0: in the world, and, yeah. and and and, but also total reliance that mum and dad are is around yeah and we we have full reliance knowing um, that yeah. our heavenly father is 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 in control and around and so enjoy the mud
1: yeah i feel like that's <laughs> what we need to do maybe slow down and enjoy the mud
0: <laughs> amazing amazing Bef- before we close I-, I haven't warned these guys about mm. this maybe as we've spoken about testimony is there a specific testimony that you guys have recently that you're like actually no i, I want to give Thanks to God for this. If you say no, that is also fine. Okay.
2: Yes, we've got one very recently.
0: Amazing. Good. few. I was a bit worried then. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, in the middle of last year, we felt that we had to move. We we're both getting on in age and the stairs were getting a bit much. So obviously the answer was a bungalow. And because there's a premium on bungalows, we didn't think we'd be able to move in, in Hailsham. But actually, and, and in the circumstances too, with COVID and people not at work, so all the paperwork wasn't, was slowing right down. The planning offices and solicitor's offices were not at work. But miraculously, the Lord brought us right through. And between the middle of August and the 19th of November, we sold one house and bought an, a bungalow. And he was clearly in that all the way because he overcame all the obstacles in the way and presented us with a place. We didn't even have to look for it. It was presented to us.
0: Amazing, praise God.
1: Yeah, yeah. I guess last couple of months, so we as a family had the coronavirus, which was fantastic. (laughs) we had that a couple of months ago and since the pandemic hit actually the main concern from us for us would be our one of our younger kids Luke who was very poorly when he was little he was ventilated with the flu and has had bronchiolitis and stuff so for him a respiratory condition like that would you know would be more worrying and would always you know if if we caught it that would be our main concern and I just think I was so amazed that me and Chris we just felt absolutely awful really poorly with it you know the older kids were grotty Luke did even bat an eyelid and actually do I think that was just such an amazing I could just see God's hand over him protecting him and I think to me I was just so thankful that God you know protected him And, and what would have been our biggest worry was actually just his protection over little Luke who literally I mean, he must have had it because he was in the same house, didn't bat an eyelid and was, was more well than all of us. So really thankful for that. Praise God,
0: praise God. Yeah, I'll 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 say one to sort of finish us off. I think just over the last number of months, these guys are aware of, of me and Catherine have planned to get married on the, the 17th of April. And just the feeling of peace that we have had during what has been an incredibly difficult time we've changed our plans about five times we've had about four or five different wedding plans things have changed we've had to cancel venues we had to do loads of different things but we've just had this amazing sense of peace throughout it all and you know if i'm honest i don't think we've lost a single deposit like they could have people could have easily just gone well we'll keep half but i don't think we've lost a single deposit and we just every time we've gone into discussions we've prayed we've just gone just just make it right God like just do what needs to be done and, and he has been faithful throughout and we are just so thankful for his his provision in all those areas but mainly just the peace because you know we could have been stressed out of our mind but actually we, we haven't obviously there's been points of difficulty but overall we've had an amazing peace that's 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 mine If you have a a testimony that you'd like to give and you would love to share that with us, then please contact the office. We'd love to hear more about what God's doing in your life and we'd love to pass it on. Pass it on to your life group leaders. They'd love to hear about it. Inspire people around you with a testimony of what God has done, just as we've been saying in this podcast. Well, incredible. Thank you so much, guys, for joining me today and uh, giving your wisdom uh, and thoughts. It's been great to have you on the podcast.
2: Thank you, Owen, for yeah, this opportunity thanks. for us to share. No problem
0: at all. <laughs> thanks. Join us next month when Dave and Erica Matthews will be joining us to continue this series by looking at welcoming. What does it look like to be at Christchurch for us to embody a welcoming church? What About Podcast is Christchurch Hellsham original. The music was done by Chris Joyce and you can see the full version of the song on our YouTube and his encouragement singing through the Psalms.